0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Holy Commutes uh, Thursday edition. This is your usual Wednesday host, Trent Steffis, along with Austin Steffis, um, And we are going to be continuing our conti- our discussion that we had last week with two of the hosts of the HRL Touch Em All podcast here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. And those hosts are Psych and Hove. And so last week, we talked a lot about national kind of stuff and UWIF and kind of stuff like that. And this week we are going to be talking a lot about the HRL division draft and our home league and how the season is shaping up and uh, how those divisions are. And if you listen to this podcast and you're definitely looking to get more into HRL content and and uh, hear some more perspectives on the division content on the divisions and how they'll wind up, you could check out the HRL Touch 'Em All podcast, the, the show that Psych and Hove are from. Um, the regular hosts Stass and Sanchez they just released an episode in which they discussed the same topics. So yeah. Uh, A great little happenstance of of pre-recording and bad timing, but a lot of HRL content coming at you for our opening day, which is next Thursday, 420. So yeah, uh, one week from today is our opening day, and we're going to be continuing our HRL discussion with the Division Draw. Um, But first I wanted to give a huge shout out to Cam Smith, who uh, covered for us yesterday in posting his show early, and thank you to Sam Samski for coordinating that, Um, getting that all together so we could still get you some morning content. On Wednesday and Thursday, keep a lookout on Friday for the one and only Josh Smith of the Huntington Wiffle Ball League, as he will be bringing you some more wiffle ball content as well tomorrow morning. All right, so it's going to be myself, my other host Austin Steffis and uh, our two guests Hove and Psych of the HRL Touchable Podcast. bring the conversation kind of back to Minnesota Wiffle Ball, we're going to talk about uh, the HRL division draw, and so every winter, and uh, this one especially, has been a very long winter here in Minnesota even as we speak, uh, field setup day has been pushed back a week because of the weather, um, but every winter meeting, we, uh, we do the division draft, and so this is how our huge league here in Minnesota will divide its teams for the upcoming season. And uh, the way it works is that the teams are randomly assigned a number, something like that, put into a hat, and literally drawn. And then from that place, the team can pick which division they want to be in. And so you start off. This year we have twenty-four teams, and so that means we have
1: twelve in each city.
0: Twelve in each city, and so three divisions of four teams. So we have six divisions total. And and uh, so the way the the division draw works is when when your team gets called, you get, like I said, you just get to, dip, to pick the division, and so the divisions start to fill up. And so if you get called early, you're kind of playing blind because you're just kind of putting yourself into a division that do- either doesn't have anybody, like kind of the Aces did this year, or a division uh, that maybe has one team, and then it can, it can get a little strategic at some points, mm-hmm. which is kind of where we found ourselves in this year as the Mariners. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, yeah it's always a great time and so but the best part is is that it gets it gets this it's really kind of the official start of the preseason, in my eyes because Mm -hmm. this is when you can really start breaking down you know how our team's going to shake up you at that point you can start breaking out the schedule because you have the matchups and the divisions and everything structured in hrl and so super shout out to everybody who works on the schedule it's a huge beast and uh but yeah, so once all that stuff starts getting out, that's when the hype really starts for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be going through that today. We're going to kind of go over how each division shook out, and then after we go through that, we'll give our choice for that division's champion. And then at the end, we're going to continue to play a little uh, little prediction, and we'll give our choices for Palooza winners. Let's do it. Let's, uh, Let's start in Hopkins, because I definitely remember how the Hopkins division draw shaped out. Um, I think the Blue Sox were the first team to pick, and they picked division number three. Um, And so, one thing I should also say is that the divisions were named after all the Hall of Fame players um, in in the HRL, because we finally had some people get into the Hall of Fame. And so, we were able to have enough to name the divisions after them, so... Um, the Blue Sox chose the tugboat division, named after the legendary HRL Red Sox player Tugboat. Evan, when you guys were when you guys were called, the Aces chose the Joe division to start your own and not play with the Blue Sox. Mm-hmm. What kind of thought went into that? Was there any kind of strategy in that? Were you just <clears throat> like, let's see, fresh?
2: Yeah, not a ton.
0: Last year, I was super aggressive when I picked to be in the Mets division. Yes. Um,
2: yeah, I I recall. <laughs> <laughs> so this year, I kind of told the guys, you know, I'm not going to take that approach if that's how it falls and that's what happened um so it was fun we had Joe on a podcast uh you guys everybody listening go listen to the uh, legend lineup yeah on the HRL All podcast there's my shameless plug oh we were yeah (laughs) definitely so um yeah I mean we just picked a division we were the first one in and then um teams kind of started filling up under the Wahoos Grasshoppers Mets and then Millers Ponies Twins I think got put in there at the end with us so yeah kind of got auto filled out but wasn't too much choice to it um you know I respect what the Wahoos are doing. They're going to be great. Yeah, second year team mostly, and then they got the Wish Hoppers. They're one of the toughest teams in Hopkins. We'll touch on them.
0: It's later going to I be suppose. so interesting because Former champion Mets Ducks. So I know. Yeah. Oof. So I think, like you guys, you guys choosing your own division definitely shaped the way Hopkins was Hopkins was made because. Uh, the the Blue Sox tugboat division was the first one that filled, and we were the team that filled that division because I believe it went Chihuahuas chose the Blue Sox, and then the Americans chose that division too. And I think there was a lot of avoidance of the Aces when it came to choosing of of divisions in Hopkins this year. Uh, you know, and a lot of that went into ours, but then we also had the very big prospect of potentially having a seven-game well series. Uh, every year against the Americans, the Mar- the Americans and the Mariners play for a traveling trophy called The Well. And uh, so we're going to be playing at least five games for that this year. And so the prospect of that was just way too, way too hard to pass up. And so we ended up filling out the tugboat division. So let's talk about that one first. It ended up being the Americans, the Blue Sox, the Chihuahuas, and the Mariners. Um, Evan, let's start with you. Let's. Uh, what do you think of this division and, uh, yeah, let's start with that, and then we'll give our predictions after.
2: Yeah. Starting with the Americans, they pretty much win with Blues every year, make the playoffs. <laughs> um, they're great, of course. Um, Blue Sox, another Blues, a champion in the past, veterans of wiffle ball. Most of those guys have probably played for at least 9 or 10 years. So right. So nothing cheap playing against them every single night Do you play them. No, so certainly They're going to be not. great. Chihuahuas just added MIP, face, um... You know, that's a dangerous team as it is, a playoff team from 22. They won a division, so who knows? They might be looking to win two straight divisions and then you guys. Um, I think it's a good shakeout for you guys. I've said it on a podcast before, and I'll touch on it again. I think the Americans have two all-stars this year. I think you guys are going to just expand on what you had last year, be Hell above yeah. average, uh, above 500 team. And, you know, it's going to be a good year for you guys too in Hopkins, and you'll
0: have success against the Egan teams too, I think. Hell yeah. Um, it's really interesting. I mean, like the division shaped out the way it was. And I think the Chihuahuas are really the, kind of the clear favorites. Cause like you said, with the, with the, with the additions of face and Mippy, it's essentially like a Fridley super team. Um, in like, cause you can look at it kind of almost objectively and say, wow, this is a crazy collection of talent. Cause you have Airbud and nickname was amazing last year. Mm-hmm. Cause you, like the big three of Airbud, Face and Mippy is incredibly like, that's insane. But like, it's not even a super team because these guys literally all grew up together right. and they still play all together. So it's like, it's not even that kind of case. And so oh, wow. they're just, they're, they're definitely such a solid overall team and they're going to be, they're going to continue to be a really fun team to play against as well and, I mean, honestly, all of these teams, I think, like, I don't know if we can speak for ourselves, but I think all these teams can be pretty fun to play against. No. And, uh, like you said, the Blue Sox, even with the the loss of Tubat, who was definitely their best player, um, you still have Vlade, who's a former batting champion, in case people didn't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that it's. I think it's going to be a competitive division. Um, and the Americans, after the division was set, Signed uh, former HRL All Star and two-time MNWA champion or MNWA MVP Jordan Jetplane Johnson, kind of shaking up that division. And uh, yeah, honestly, I know those guys, and I know the kind of effort that Jordan brings to that team. And his and his tryhard behavior could certainly rub off on Newell and Andy, Ooh. and kind of get them back in line. All of a sudden. Americans maybe not playing in the Americans Invitational as they like to call it, yeah. which is Wifflepalooza. Well,
3: and Noel's gotten better hitting, so I mean he's he's yeah. gotten better as a two way player.
1: Here's something that's that's sad. I think <laughs> is that there's such a possibility <laughs> that I don't get to play the Ameri- or get to play the Americans this season. Really? Yeah. But well, now the right you don't play. Yeah.
0: Oh, that is yeah. tough. That, that is some... a disappoint. That is that, that is tough. a disappointing development that's come through uh, about the schedule. Is that how? Uh, Usually, in a lot of years, you've played every team in the whole league regardless. Um, but yeah, not this year, which is a little disappointing. But I believe that right. we faced the baby cakes. So
1: I, I honestly was completely unaware of that until this offseason. Like, I thought I was playing every team once. Like, uh, I didn't I did even too. realize I was missing out like playing a couple teams every year. But
2: It adds that mysterious factor though because you don't know what those other teams are doing. You never even share the rinks with
0: them. I know. So like the
2: Bears this year, I don't even get to share the rinks with them which is easy oh. to think.
0: We are we are without the Braves whom I like to see because I want to see. I like I just like watching Scrabble play wiffle ball. Bro, he's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as far as division champions, I think... Uh, I think Chihuahuas for me. That's my prediction. Mm.
3: Yeah, I'd probably go with Chihuahuas as well. Uh, Actually, Mariners.
0: Mariners. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, Mm. Their chemistry is going to be off the charts, and they're going to be a hard team to beat. They're going to be tough out this year. They are going to be really hard to beat. Uh, It's going to be a really competitive division, I think, and I'm just excited to play in it because it's going to be really good games. Five. Maybe five. Dog's in that one for sure. Yeah, I think so. Kill it.
2: Might be five, just he's a winning player and Yeah, he's not. I think a change of environment might help
0: but I mean but, so good. Yeah. Hey,
1: Americans, mariners out there, prove me wrong, please, though. Mm-hmm.
0: It'll be, be interesting. Yeah. I, I hope that this stays competitive deep into the summer. That'd be nice. I bet the Americans will have the rookie of the year in
2: Hopkins with that Ben Carrolling guy. Ben Carrolling. There's man. a hot take. There's hot take number one. Yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, you're telling me. Ben C, I'm That's what I'm saying. Former D2 baseball player. In his his very first tournament, in his very first tournament, hit a home run fast pitch off Tyler Flackney. Did you know that? No. That's pretty legit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He didn't even know what he did. He had no freaking clue what he did. (laughs) Great. So We're like, yeah, that was the NWA tournament MVP last year that you just hit a home run off of. Yeah. Are we going to talk about each division? Yes. Yes. Okay yes sir let's move on to the Beardface division ah oh, man Beardface, face one of the hall of fame inductions from this year one of the best guys of all time in the HRL mm. um and at one of HRL's first celebrities nationally I must say with a nickname like Beardface, when he went to the NWA tournament in 2013 and the subsequent in the next few years in 14 and 15 he was I mean he he balled out there he was an incredible hitter He pitched well the times he pitched, especially in pool play. Um, And so if you went to the NWA tournament those years, you remember Beardface because of that freaking name and the fact that he backed it up. And so we're going to his division. We got the Blue Wahoos, the Grasshoppers, the Mets, and the Rubber Ducks. Hov, you want to start us off here? Any hot takes on this division?
1: Hot take that won't be proven until 10 years down the road one of the best
0: divisions in HR history wow i mean wow. i don't know if that's going to be down the road that could be by the end of the season
2: that's a hot take but that could be proven early yeah that's yeah. very true i don't like
1: to say for sure like my takes if they're hot or not but <laughs> blue wahoos are, are uh are the team to beat in hopkins i
0: th- i think i have them for my team as a- wow what what wait what
1: Blue Wahoos.
0: It Hopkins? Wow. wow. With the wish, the wish.
1: I th- Dude, that's th- a hot thing. I think they came in a first year like that, just witnessing it. Like, the the play that I saw, mm-hmm. that's, they only, all those guys on that team only needed one year. Like, they were, they aren't like normal players that come into the HRL that need a couple years to be able to adjust. They they knew exactly what they were up against because they got to see Hopkins right away, too. I think you're and right. And now you're, you're talking about adding the wish on
0: that team, so yeah. 100%. What about the Grasshoppers? Do the Grasshoppers have a number two pitcher?
2: Yeah, so it'll be it'll be Cakes and Grizz this year, probably. Yeah, And Cakes, I love Grizz, but he say the same thing. If they're going to be successful, Cakes has to be their number one because he can throw hard, and he's got a nice little cutting, cutting action like slider, and he's probably going to mix it up, have a nice riser, a little off-speed. He actually pitched in the city finals a little bit for them, and he had success against us. So for him to pitch and, like, learn this year, because he'll be learning a lot, pitching a lot, um, him and Grizz, they'll hit the lights off. So, yeah, I think having him succeed as pitcher will will be key for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't have anything much else to say. I'm so used to thinking of the
0: Mets with Mippy because he would. They had one of the most low. Just because the last few years, but. They know. had one of the most low key. And I mean, I'm, I'm not on Twitter, so obviously. Tennessee. So obviously I'm not, like, keeping Boy. up so, so, so much. But they, they the signing of Thunderson was, like, such a low key good replacement, honestly. No, Think about three lefties. He's a great player. Oh, three three yeah, lefties dude. in the
3: lineup probably in a row. Oh, they yeah? all rake. Yeah. You hey, know what? I'm going to. I, I'm taking the Mets in that division. What? Oh, okay. okay. Because I think uh, yeah, can I can all do. pitch too. Because Docs, I think he's going to get even better if he plays. If he plays more? I don't know. Develop, I think yeah. them are the Hoppers. I think the Blue the Blue Oahu's. I mean, it's going to be a really tough division, but I, I think the Mets could take it. The Ducks it again. are
0: so intriguing. And to the Ducks me, will rank JC too.
3: and Taco are solid. I mean, that's still a solid team without Mippy.
0: Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you had It's Thunderson. still a solid team without Mippy, but it's a just great team. But I just gonna, don't know. I feel gonna like. prove it this year for sure. The thing about. Yeah. I'll say my thing about the rubber ducks, but the rubber ducks are so interesting to me that the, the team chemistry, like I feel like their team chemistry is going to propel them into some really, really special stuff, honestly, Mm. because they seem like this seems like the team Casey's always wanted not to take anything away from the teams he's been on in the past because like he's like the, the ducks have always been solid teams and stuff. But like, this is like, I feel like if he could draft people, this is really who he would pick. Yeah. And so I think that this is going to be a big kind of like here's my team year for Casey. Yeah, which and is hopefully just they stick with it for a few years too. Yeah, it'd be sick. Play it'd together sick. as a good team. I think this is truly
3: like the only division in Hopkins where like anyone could win
2: it. Um,
0: so yeah. let's move on to the last division, Hopkins. You guys said you had Joe on the li- on the. Li- I was gonna say about. Yeah. I was gonna say TC.
1: Okay, if the Blue Wahoos, I was just gonna reiterate one yeah. thing about me saying that about the Blue Wahoos, and especially if any of them listen to this. Yeah. If they show up, they are. I hope they're vying for the for a World Series appearance. That's this the year, thing. They will show. Up. All
0: if all those boys show up
1: and show up for a full season, like oh yeah.
0: There's nothing Watch scarier out. than a than a small than a small Blue Wahoos lineup, especially mm-hmm. with the Wishing Man this year. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the Joe Division. Uh, like you guys mm-hmm. said, you had him on the Legend Lineup podcast. You guys did. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Joe? Super unfamiliar. Don't know a thing about him. He was kind of one of the
2: founding fathers of the HRL, kind of in, he in said, the Twin Cities. Yes. Okay. Trucks right hand man when he got started. Oh. Um, helped us kind of get relationships with Hopkins, and he was also a key factor of actually playing in rinks. Really. So one of a few guys, Westy, as well, um, that helped us get in rinks, and yeah, shorter career, but at the time, like. He played from opening day until I think two thousand nine or ten. So he had, you know, six or seven years under his belt and Hall of Famer. So Wow. You know, kinda just original. one of those under the ru- or under the radar guys that helped found the HRL that the guys our age now don't exactly think about or touch on as much. Oh
1: yeah. He's the original fun star of the HRL. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. That's great to know. I, he,
1: I mean, Chuck put it like if I was a Batman, he was the Robin. Oh, like he said nothing would've gotten done nothing would have gotten done once the league was started if it weren't for Joe. So Damn. shout out Joe.
0: Shout out Joe. And here's your division, Joe. You have the Millers, the Rumble Ponies, the Twins, and the defending champions of the HRL, the Aces. Uh I think Aces champions, but let's talk about these other teams here. Um I think that we're on the cusp of something really special from the ponies, especially Air 100%. Jordy, dude. Air Jordy has been on a different level since like May of last year. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna give that.
1: He gives that heart.
0: Yeah, dude. He's got nothing but heart. Jordy does. I like, think. Damn award problem. for Jordy and Cy W. Oh, whoa!
3: Aim award for sure. I think he's he's the he's the leader for that for sure. Uh, Sharpie coming back too
2: healthy. Yeah, Ooh, he freaking be elbow. He was are all stars. They'll have multiple Ars- mm. all stars too. No four that teams.
1: teams. This just made me think of something. Maybe it's dumb. There, sh- there might need to be two Ammon Awards in Hopkins this year because I feel like a lot of there's gonna be a few guys going. It's gonna off. be a
0: highly contested award. I'm yeah. glad that that award. Oh no, was we so- we keep it one. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, well, yeah, too, um, yeah.
3: too sick. Stakes also. I think he's gonna he's gonna take a. a yeah. Step they
0: they a settled. They they have settled in quite nicely as a team, especially a team you that kind play. of like was on the on the high end for like throwing and kind of radar violations mm-hmm. when they started out. They definitely settled in as a solid HRL team and great guys to be around too. They gotta start coming to post-games, so. though. Yeah. Making it, mix it, it up yeah. a little bit. Making it too. all the way
1: through with Palooza to the very end and being right there like yeah. it shows they are right there.
0: And they something. they've won Palooza too in the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um the Millers, man. Bliss is always Bliss is always on like contention for All Star, I feel like. He's he's gonna have a
2: great year this year too. Marty I hit three hundred baby. Dealing with knee issues. At some point it will pop back up and hopefully he just has a healthy year and yeah, they need that offense because they got those two good pitchers in Dr. K and, and Bliss. You got a couple. If the offense is there, they're gonna have success for sure.
0: You got a couple mm-hmm. Wiley vets pitchers there, and when it comes to Bliss, Dr. K and Kmart. Mm-hmm. No Kmart. Twins. Oh, with the twins, yes. He True. can at any point he can like be Shout dishing out sidewheelful stuff. It's wild.
2: He can shut down any lineup. Yep. he's like 20. the he's
0: like he's like the hater of Hopkins, basically, in my eyes. He can completely turn it on. But he, he he plays a lot more competitively a lot more often than Hater does, I feel like. But I also don't play against Hater all that much.
1: I think the Hopkins division's played out just so perfectly
2: mm-hmm.
1: like spread out. Like it just makes sense we have that Wahoo's Hoppers Mets Ducks division. Like, jeez. Yeah, that's and, a great division. Then Americans yeah. Blue Sox Wahoos, Mariners, like stacked and then you know yeah everyone let the aces breathe yeah. they'll come out of there there's some always... champs and you know we'll see where we go from there
3: yeah there's always Hopefully. a division with the one team you know who's gonna who's gonna take it right set away so it's good to see two other competitive divisions yeah for sure losing baby face I don't know about the aces though
0: this year okay. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: yeah
0: feel yeah, well, let's go across town here, and let's uh, let's start talking about Egan, something I'm just not super familiar about. Um, let's start with the Spoon Division, spoon, spoon. So finally in the finally in the HRL Hall of Fame, um, one of the most legendary players of all time, one of my favorite one of my favorite wiffle ball players of all time for sure. Um, very appropriately, the Baby Cakes, who uh, who have a lot of roots as the Reds, which was Spoon's team, and that's Hove's team. It's the Baby Cakes the hops, the trash pandas and the expansion team the cyclones um i don't know man how how competitive how competitive are the hops kind of like on a weekly basis would you say
1: i would say the hops are interesting big hoss is always a yeah, great dude. pitcher and a great hitter and i've looked at his his stats before but he had such a solid year last year. He I think he was batting over 300 and I mean he pitched well on the mound and so he's just a testament to their team I think when it comes to when it comes to their play I mean but they have so many veterans and they have just a lot of guys on their team so I don't really know. I don't I've only played them a few times but they are a team that It's not an easy... It's not a given on any wiffle night, I promise you.
2: I'll say something about the hops. Yeah. I think... Because groundskeeper Willie, I believe, now is kind of their manager. Yeah. I think they got so many guys, but a lot of, like, all-time greats on that team, if you actually look at it. I think they just need a little bit more structure and more, like, management. I think Willie just needs to kind of get... His guys in a row a little bit more. Yeah. And they're a pretty fun team though. That's why Palooza though they they kinda flamed out early because they didn't have much, you know, flow of how they wanted their day to go. Do they want to be competitive? Do they not want to be? I think they do. They've got too many guys that are competitive. So I think they just kinda try to find that groove, that six, seven man lineup, just roll with it and and kinda go from there and they'll be successful in that division, no matter what I think. Before
1: I hear any Egan division winners and even yeah. in the Spoon division with the division draw just because you guys talked about the division draw for Hopkins Please. since all yeah. the you were in it for yes. Egan and how it went out for us the baby cakes we were in the world series against we lost to the aces in yep. the world series we got picked I think like fourth in Egan roughly the Bears and Lugnuts were two of the first two out of the first three and they both went in different divisions yep. and Marlins are no Marlins I think went next and they, and they went with the, lug the lug nuts. nuts. so we're sitting there three right it's like a perfect we got none one and two yeah. and we see Spoon we're like we gotta do a man to. Spoon we right. gotta so we picked that and I I just thought it was funny cause it was I mean I have no problem saying that it played out the exact same way as it basically did with with the aces yours was the
0: last to fill up yeah the last three picks were the cyclones hops and pandas yes that makes a lot of I
1: believe so yeah
0: the the vibes how late did the vibes get taken
1: well the Braves and Vibes both got picked middle middle ground and went and both yeah went in there after
2: that'll be interesting to see what comes out of that division I think D division. I, I think new Hall
0: of Famer D. Yes, sir D. The, the the genius. If you're ever if you're listening to this and you're familiar with the HRO website, he is the genius behind that mm-hmm. and the engine that runs that stats. Legendary.
3: We'll get some vibes. I we'll, will have to talk about that.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, this is. I think this is. This is a great top to bottom division because like you look at the bears and they're probably that I mean they're probably the worst team in that division especially losing their best hitter in Sully mm-hmm. um to an expansion team um I like I really don't think like that's not that bad of it of like a number four team in that division and then you look at like kind of the middle of the pack you got the Yankees and the Braves and then the vibes at the top and like the vibes are like they're, we're set for a super showdown in Egan Between the Vibes and the baby
2: cakes Vibes and Yeah well, That would be number four in a row If they both made it back to the city finals That <laughs> would be insane But the Braves and the and the Vibes Are kind of having a sneaky rivalry too now Yeah Braves oh, are going to have in a In the same friction. division Yeah dude well, Braves have been so legit
3: To me adding Nightmare If the Vibes don't make it out oh of there God. Like I mean it will be tough But I mean that team like That's they, a they crazy good
2: Think about their three pitchers Huck Finn As your number three. So, he could be a one. He's a legend. Yeah. He's thrown, like, perfect games in the World Series, championships, multiple, John, done it, been there, done that. Been there, done that. That's a crazy trio of pitchers and just top-to-bottom talent on that team.
1: Yeah. But don't sleep on the Yankees in that division
0: that's right they got the old
1: they got old Yeller Neutron is just a good they trimmed down their the roster finally. finally, they
0: finally trimmed down that huge ginormous roster yeah
1: what well, so. they're down
0: to five or six guys now Rock, it's like, gonna have a year and they ca- in, in old Yeller's bag that's and the necessary. cakes are
1: and the cakes are given the offspring of it it's yeah they're going to be Cyclones. a good, They're going to be a
2: fun team to play Shout against. Shout out to Torpedo season.
0: and his son, Mahomes. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Cyclones. I wanted to mention them cuz uh they're 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 in the Spoon division with the Baby Cakes and they are uh they are in, unlike a lot of expansion teams and that like half of their half of their roster is basically uh is, is veterans, veterans yeah. and so uh yeah and so it's a lot of kind of it's a mix of kind of old and young. So kind of a honestly it's not un, it's not super unlike the Dodgers when they came in in 2016. That's an insane comparison to make. And I'm not saying they're going to be that kind of level talented, but like mm-hmm. that kind of eclectic mix mm-hmm. of veteran players plus a bunch of young guys who are eager, that's going to be an interesting dynamic, especially because the veterans are super into it, too. Mm-hmm. And they get really... I mean, they're they're competitive, too. So uh, they're going to be an interesting team. And then you got the Trash Pandas, too, with my boy Wiffle, Je- Wiffle Jesus and CP, who's, uh, who's always on the come up, too. Probably going to be one of the one of the sophomores to watch this year when it comes to cuz we had a we had an insane rookie class last year.
3: Yeah.
0: Definitely going to be one of the sophomores to watch CP for the trash. The rookie managers. class
3: was wild. I started like digging through the stats just from last year. Yeah, dude. Crazy. We kind of have that h- hearing you
1: need to describe it the cakes. We've like settled it, settled into that like old veterans. We got th- the reds. We have the three yeah. reds. Yeah. Really?
0: And, yeah, seriously. and being so, Andy, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's I like I like it's a it's a cool mix. It's a fun division for that's, sure. That's yeah. a tough. Uh, Pandas again tough are going to be
1: great to play
0: against though too. Mm-hmm. Yep, getting better after a couple years. Yep, yeah. absolutely. So let's wrap this up by talking about the final division in Egan, and that is the J Ski division. We have the Lugnuts, the Marlins, the Rough Riders, and the Space Cowboys. Um... I mean, two to four is insane. I'm, it's it's gonna be. I don't know. What do you guys think about this division?
3: I, I'll I'll go first. I'm I'm really interested to see what the Space Cowboys can do. I guess because I think they're one of the bigger unknown expansion teams. Yeah. Um, we know what the Lugnuts and Marlins are gonna give us. The Marlins can be tricky. And
2: can be huge tough. sneaky signing they got, uh, Milton.
0: Yeah, they yeah, did like, from the Yankees. Oh, yeah, he was I was one he of he the could guys that go I immediately
2: changed. be their number one. That and I'm also Pablo. He's a hell of a Pablo hitter too. with Pablo Pablo's and good. At the, you know, Newt getting better every year. Yeah. Schnookins is a crafty veteran. Yeah. He's great. They've yeah. made deep runs in Egan before. Yeah. They, they should go
0: win a division this year. They got year. Pablo. They, absolutely. I think I think it's going to be There's no reason they can't, honestly. I think Pablo it's going to be between, a slammer,
3: yeah. Yeah, like if the Pablo's on, I think they can compete with the Rough Riders, but I think that's going to be their competition.
2: But I think the Space Cowboys will come on late kind of like most yeah. that's a, I think Chihuahuas I think they will Wahoos way. they'll do that and Sully said you know for good reason I want to make a deep Wolfpalooza run and win that I think absolutely can. I could see him doing that that's a low key hell of a division right there so man. much yeah.
0: fun yeah, for Lugnuts sure.
2: Lugnuts, too. I'd I, see them. I really like they them. The Lugnuts,
0: another team that's. They lost a couple players, you know, might be a little blessing in disguise to shrink Let's that freaking minor. It'd be
1: sick. Watch out. Whoa, well, Roughriders. Don't forget about Keeks and Mihoff. Yeah. yeah, Mihoff
3: was crazy, like, facing them. Like, so dude, good. like, I was, like, looking at their stats. I was like, it can't be true. It's like. They can hit. They can pitch. Like, I think. They're a sophomore season. Like, I think they're kind of, like, underrated just because they're on, like, the ride, Like, the it's dumpy right, list Roughriders. It's, you know, like, after. And yeah. you can see mm-hmm. them if Hal is there. If they're rolling
1: with Hader, Hal, Yager, Keeks, Mihaf or yeah. whatever their five is. If they roll five in a lineup, and, and, they start, team? and they start and they start vibing. That's some.
3: That's a. a, heck of a team. That's
1: a couple championships mixed in there. Also, yeah. that's oh, a good
3: hitting team.
2: Right? Young yeah. guys and
0: veterans. That's yep. a crucial mix now in it's the It's a sick era. mix. Yeah, a lot of teams. Yeah, the, the, now that we're talking about it, a lot of teams kind of have that. It's a cool. It's it's a nice It's a nice dynamic cool to then, the league
1: like, And we have forward. the other teams Which are We have a lot of young people On one team Or older guys On another team so. Yeah
0: mm-hmm. Alright So let's We're gonna The final thing We're gonna do here For this first episode This first week of April uh, We're gonna each give Our two choices One team from Egan One team from Hopkins For uh, Wifflepalooza Winners So this year in HRL um, We always have An eight team playoff Four teams from each city And Uh A lot of times we have a wild card. However, this year with three divisions, uh, we're going to have three division winners, and then each year we have a postseason tournament. It's a play-in tournament for the final two spots, the last spot in each city. We have two winners from that tournament who play on the Saturday, and then the playoffs start that Monday. And so every team that doesn't automatically qualify for the playoffs makes this tournament. Back in the day, attendance used to be spotty. Not the case anymore. It is now one of the best tournaments, I would say, in Mm Wiffleball. Wifflepalooza. Um, So, yeah. I'm going to go first. Um, And I'm going to give, from Hopkins, I'm going to go with the Blue Wahoos. Because I think that they are going to get, after that second year... I I can't say the Mariners because I'm on the Mariners. And so, obviously, I think the Mariners are going to win it. But if I had to... if I had to not be selfish about it, I would choose the Wahoos uh, because they're going to get through that summer. Um, Antics is going to be back after pitching baseball, and he's going to get up to 13 games qualified and really help them out for Palooza. Um, another, again, another team after that rookie year. A lot of a lot of teams in their first season, especially when they're all rookies. We'll have a lot of kind of like excess players and stuff that kind of muddy up the roster and take away at bats and stuff. Not going to be the case this year for them. And obviously you're going to have the wish. I just don't think they're going to put together the the whole season to win the championship in that division. You know, I think that's going to go to probably the Mets or the Ducks. Um, but I can really see this team putting together a nice, uh, nice playoff run. And uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to save my I'm going to save my Egan pick for the last one. So awesome! Why don't you give me yours? One yeah. for Hopkins, one for Egan.
3: <clears throat> well, I'm going to go uh, for Hopkins. I'm going to say probably the Rumble. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Just because they've kind of been there, done that before already. Yep. They're still a really fresh team, but also like have adapted so well, so quick. And I think they're a team that's really built well for a tournament like that, where you have to have people that are fresh and kind of just like have a lot of energy and just kind of like ready to go all day. And they have a lot of those players and having gone deep as as far as they did last year and not having Sharpie, I think that just goes to show. Like, having him is just healthy. is And with the full season, it's going to be really nice for them. So I think they can make their run through it again.
0: Yeah.
3: What about Egan? And Egan, it's tough to say. Well,
0: well the rules Braves are
3: give a team. I'm going to have to go with the Braves just okay. because I think the vibes are going to take it right. in that division. And uh, with how well scrabbles playing last year i think it would be enough to push him through a tournament like that and having
0: they have the you know, arms other to pieces sure. like
3: candy mad and and um Dobbs and chops you know yeah. they just have people who are experienced Yeah, so much veteran on it's a good team that's a good team so definitely yeah braves and ponies obi what do you think i have to agree on both
2: all right oh well. i'll i'll throw my hat same exact Really? No way and, <laughs> three three. Um, and,
1: and to make it more specific On why the Braves Out of Egan Scrabble Is going to carry That team on his yeah. back
2: there's Scribble's They might be the second player. place team With like Four losses this year Is the thing <laughs> he hit The f- vibes The vibes are going to be great yeah, He hit 440
0: In yeah. his rookie year yeah. He's insane. He's got this insane curveball, too. It's a baseball curveball. So, that's so foreign to so many football it. players. He just came in and tore the league. I mean, like people have
3: done that before, but you just like to see. Yeah. He's yeah. The next Both level. sides of the ball, though. He yeah. made,
0: he made the league
2: better. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No out. doubt about that. No, no, he's, he's got, got a buddy some... coming in, too. So yeah. I think he's going to be great for that squad, too. Yeah. All right. For
1: sure. And All right. Yeah. Oh, mine for Hopkins.
0: Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So, Same uh... Breath. So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for our week for our week one here on Holy Commutes. You can catch uh, next – tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, you're going to have another episode of Wiffleball content for you. Um, again, our guest today, Evan Sibbet. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Austin Hovis, great to have you. Appreciate you. You two are the hosts of the HRL Touch em All podcast. Where can they find you?
1: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Samsung, all the main ones and – A link should be out there even for just a URL. Right on. Uh, HRL, Touch Em All podcast. Sweet. Yes, sir. Well, shout out Stash and Sanchez of the HRL. They started that podcast, and I would like to say it's definitely still theirs. Definitely still their podcast. Right on. Appreciate you, Trent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, the reason I wanted to save my Egan pick for Wifflepalooza for the end here is because we are gonna be celebrating a thing called Mineral Man Month here on the HRL, or uh, on the Holy Commutes Wednesday edition. So the Space Cowboys, they uh, they all are in, four of them are in a band called Mineral Man. And uh, we're gonna be using this month as the, as the, again, a celebration of HRL. We're gonna be playing some HRL, uh, some HRL made music. And uh, so their band is called Mineral Man, you can find them, they're super vibey band. Uh, the first that we intro them today with uh, Hand In Your Pocket, which is a great song, and the one that we're going to be outroing with is called uh, Tell You Twice, it's from their single, from it's from two sides of the single last year. So all month we're going to be using bumper music from Mineral Man, and uh, you can check them out literally on every on every music platform, Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, Amazon Music, anything like that. Check them out. Uh, get some support to some Wiffle Music because there's honestly, there's nothing better than Wiffleball Ball music, people making music in Wiffleball. Ball. There's so much of it, so much more than you would ever think. And so, yeah, uh, give them a shout and yeah, this is Tell You Twice and we'll see you next week. See ya. <laughs> We could talk for a while We could walk for a mile
3: We could try Hey!